Welcome to A Sex Worker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the answer to life, the universe, and everything is sex workers. I'm your host, Parker Westwood, and today I'm really excited to bring to you our guest, someone who uh, only recently came into the sex working world but has made a big name for herself all of a sudden, and I was so excited to hear her story and just get to talk to her a little bit. I'm talking about the one, the only, Savannah Solo of OnlyFans. Uh, Savannah agreed to be on the podcast, and I had to have a little moment to calm myself down and fangirl out all by myself, and and then uh, gather myself in order to do this interview. So you may sense my nerves uh, in this interview a wee bit. I also had an issue with my microphone, so the audio quality is not as great as it usually is on the show, but I'm sure you'll forgive me, <laughs> please and thank you. Um, and there's some some animal noises in the background here and there, I think, on both our ends for this interview, so enjoy the little fur babies. Um, but this interview is so great. We talk about Uh, how Savannah Solo came to have such an incredible success on OnlyFans. We talk about cosplay, um, theater, the stigma involved in being a sex worker, no matter what kind of sex worker you are, Um, social media, mental health. We kind of just go all across the board. We talk about being out to family. It's it's a pretty rich episode, and it's also full of laughter, and uh, it's just a really good conversation. So I'm excited to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. Give Savannah Solo a follow on OnlyFans, and uh, let's dive in, shall we? Oh, and I almost forgot, and I'm so excited. This is going to be the first time I get to do this, <laughs> and it's really silly how uh, giddy I am about it. So, here we go. A Sex Worker's Guide to the Galaxy is brought to you by Companion Tax. If you're a companion and you need your taxes done, check out Companion Tax at companiontax.com. It's so exciting! (laughs) I got my first sponsor, y'all. Uh, yep, and it won't be my last. So, thanks. Okay, here we go. All right, so today I'm here with Savannah Solo. Savannah, thank you for joining me today. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I've been following you for a really long time on both Twitter and uh, OnlyFans, and I'm just really excited to get to talk to you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so um, I normally start with the guest which is you, uh, introducing themselves by their name, okay. their pronoun, where they're based, if you care to share, um, and what kind of sex work you do. Okay. Um, my name is Savannah Solo. Um, right, right now I'm rocking with she, they. Um, I, I don't share my location, but I am somewhere in the South, uh, and I do online-only sex work. Fantastic. Uh, and I've been dying to ask you this question. Where, what is the origin story of your name? Okay, so um, so I knew I knew I wanted something that had some nice solid alliteration in there because I felt like all of the all of all of the fancy porn stars had some good good alliteration. Lovely. And um, yes, yes, yeah, I'm fucking with that. And, um, I'm, I'm very obsessed with Star Wars and I was coming hot off the heels of the rise of Skywalker feeling really, uh, depressed about that. And I was like, you know, I'll be Savannah solo. And, and, and then that'll, that'll be that. And, and it ended up working out really well. Cause I wasn't thinking about it. Um, whenever I made my name Savannah solo, but also I only do solo content. So that worked out really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where she comes from. I was, I knew it was a Star Wars thing and I had just kind of hoped. Yeah, I was (laughs) curious. I was very curious. Definitely Star Wars. Absolutely. So 
you have been doing sex work pretty exclusively on OnlyFans. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And then you blew the fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, which is pretty much when I think I, I started to see you and then you took off even farther. So would you talk a little bit about like the moment you started to realize that your OnlyFans, well, I guess let's, let's back up. Let's back up. Sorry. How did you get started? How did your OnlyFans get started? Let's start there. Okay. So um, I, I have been seeing this guy for almost like four years. Only guy I've ever like dated long-term. Only dude who to this day has ever seen my tits in real life. And <laughs> like, I, I was a broke, broke right out of college and I couldn't get a job anywhere. And um, I mean, I was, I was doing some like painting around town, like contractor work. And uh, he, this guy I was seeing suggested that I start an OnlyFans. And I didn't even know what that was. I had never considered um, going into sex work before. And um, I, th I thought I was just going to do like some like bikini pics and sell them for an exorbitant amount of money. And I had a nice wake up call that that is not how that works. Um, and if you don't already have like 4 million followers, there's no money to be made there. And, and so so uh from there from there I went on to doing like full nudity and like masturbation content just solo stuff and then um I I wasn't expecting it to go anywhere and then suddenly it it went everywhere and I <laughs> I, uh, I was not anticipating that the dude promptly dumped me and I was like word um, I often joke that the nicest thing he ever did for me was get me into porn and then dump me. Um, <laughs> and yeah. so, but I'm, I'm rocking now. So, so it, it worked out really good for me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I was not expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to go anywhere at all. I was not anticipating that. I, I found like a, like a goals, like a, like a yearly, like, what are my goals list that I had made? And it was like, reach 100 subscribers on OnlyFans by the end of the year. And this was like January 1st. And like, I was looking at it January of this year with like 10,000 subscribers on OnlyFans. And I was like, I overshot, <laughs> but, but in a good way, I think I, I think I went a little, I went a little too far somewhere. <laughs> but it was good. We're going to stick the landing and it'll be fine. <laughs> You've been killing it. You've been killing it. Thank you. <laughs> when, when was the moment where you were like, oh, holy fuck, this is going somewhere? So someone had taken one of my, because like I was, I was posting like bullshit on Twitter, just like stupid videos. And someone took a video that I posted on Twitter and um, they put it on world star hip hop <laughs> oh, because no. they wanted to like trash me. <laughs> and they did trash, trash me. I got like 5,000 hate comments. And, um, and like, they didn't even, I think what I was angriest about was that they didn't like, they put the world star watermark over it. They didn't even like include my handle or anything. So I couldn't even like, I, I, I got, I got 2000 OnlyFans subscribers overnight and like, I, yeah, and that was from people who just had to look me up and find me from that. And it was like a really stupid video. I had no makeup on. I looked so dumb. Like, not, not saying that, but I mean, like, I was in the shower, not yeah. in a sexy way. And I looked like a drowned rat. And um, I got a lot of comparisons to, to Miss Piggy, um, which I think they thought was going to be an insult. But to me, I was like, I'm thriving. Truly, this is the best thing that you could have said about me. That and Fiona from Shrek. And I'm like, you, what part of Fiona did you think I was not DTF about? Like, <laughs> absolutely, I would bone Ogre Fiona. I don't know why 100%. you thought that this was going to make me feel bad about myself. Um, <laughs> so overnight, I, it just all of a sudden blew up and people, all of a sudden I started seeing like people from high school were following me. And I was like, oh no, oh no, this is, this is, oh no. <laughs> and then I got like, I got like 10,000 followers that day on Twitter. And I was like, oh, hmm. Okay. Well, we're in it now. I guess there's, there's no backing out anymore. We're, we're in it. I thought that this was going to be something that like, 
I was probably going to like fail at. And then like maybe in 10 years something, I joked about having tried that one time. And then I was like, so this is my new career path now. Hmm. <laughs> this is not the mortgage loan officer career path I thought it was going to be. Oh <laughs> but here we are now. <laughs> I love it. So it worked out good. <laughs> You're so you have so much fun with it, which I think is like my favorite part of following you is you just truly genuinely seem to be having fun. Oh, thanks. I am. <laughs> I am. I think um, there's like, I, I, I struggle with my mental health a lot. I always have. And so like some days I wake up and I'm like, there's no physical way for me to try to make anything sexy. So I'm just going to exist with my tits out on OnlyFans today. Um, and if I can make myself laugh, if I can create some serotonin for me today, then we will call it a win. <laughs> and I think, I think it's, it's, I think a, a lot of times I get comments from people where they're like, I feel like there's just no pressure on your page. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I can't pressure me to do anything. I certainly don't want you to feel pressured to do anything. <laughs> so so oh, I feel yeah. like we're, it's a nice space to just exist with other people nude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I, and I do read that from you. It's been, it's been really nice to just like almost feel as a fellow sex worker and someone who's also on OnlyFans, like I feel like I have permission to be myself, like from follow. It's one of the reasons why I like have followed you for so long is like, I, I feel like I have permission to be myself, um, on my OnlyFans, which is kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) should and you absolutely should you're just so fucking cool (laughs) so are you I fucking love (laughs) um and I think that that's like oftentimes that's one of the things that I think is missing in sex work period but also like in general affects our mental health when we feel we put so much pressure on ourselves to show up in like the way people expect us to show up yeah. And also, how fucking boring would that be? Like, there'd just be so many. I mean, there are so many OnlyFans of people with like tit pics of lingerie. And not to say that that's like a bad thing. Right. It's just, like, we can be more interested. We are more interesting than that. Right. And you have to be more interesting than that. Like, if you want to stand out, you, you got to do something that makes you different. Because, yes. like I was saying before, like, if you don't already have a billion followers posting the same thing as everyone else is just not gonna is is not gonna get you ahead (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) yes which can be both a blessing and a curse (laughs) sometimes um so speaking of what makes you different and sets you apart um you do a lot of cosplay which has been so much fun to watch you do um did you, were you into cosplay before starting an OnlyFans? Yes, I was definitely um, like the, the cringe cosplayer in like middle school and like high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was not good at it, but I loved doing it. Um, and so I, I never had the money for cosplay. I mean, like I would make my own cosplays out of like thrift store clothes and, and things like that, or I would sew. Um, but I'm now like... I've always just fucking loved cosplaying. I, like, I, I would like ace bandage my boobs and then like be all my favorite little anime boys. <laughs> and so, I mean, that was not good, not good for my rib cage, but it was a fun time. I had a fun time in middle school and high school doing that. Um, and so now as an adult, like now I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, I can just buy the really cool version of this off of Amazon or whatever website and maybe I can make it look good. This will be really fun. And I'm enjoying the fuck out of that. Yeah, you were just, you have done so many looks for your OnlyFans that it's just like, it's remarkable. It's really fun to watch. Is there you. a favorite that you you enjoy putting on the character? Oh, I think it, I think it like changes. It's like, I'll, I'll get a new, I'll get a new cosplay in and then it's my, my new favorite for a little while. Um, I think, hmm, what would, what would I say my favorite is? 
I know what everyone else's favorite is, and I would say it's Bo-Katan, but that costume is so frustrating to put on. And so I think right now my favorite um, is uh, Kura Pika from Hunter Hunter because it's basically pajamas and a wig and I'm I'm not thinking about what my body looks like in it whenever I'm fucking around in it. I'm just having a fun time. So, um, but it used to be, I would say Black Widow. Um, oh. I've, I've fucking loved that costume. I've had my Black Widow costume since I was like a sophomore in high school and it still fits, thank God. <laughs> but I've worn the fuck out of it. I love that costume. Oh, that's so much fun. It there's, really is. There's something about, I I grew up working at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. So I'm also love. another kind of nerd. Um, and I love that. It's, it was so, it was a lot of fun. Um, talk about character building. <laughs> um, but I loved putting on costumes like I'm also like a very much costume person if I could throw a costume party once a month I would and I probably will at some point in my life um yes there's Good something about yeah <laughs> thank you there's something <laughs> about putting on a costume that like changes the way you interact with the world and I mm-hmm. I saw I definitely saw that with your Bo-Katan like you like held yourself different and I think you had a post where you were just like I feel like I could fuck the entire world up or like (laughs) yeah (laughs) definitely like uh, I have this one um I have this one wig that my friends and I always joke about like taking me to the club in this one like cosplay outfit because like every time I put on the wig I just I take it up at a level I get a little more extra um (laughs) And in fact, me and my two best friends, every Thursday night, we get together, um, we we try on all my wigs and like, we'll put on my cosplays and then we will get absolutely trashed together um, and eat pizza and watch TV um, and make TikToks that we don't ever post. Oh, it's so much fun. It's, it, I live for Thursday nights. Like I am, I exist only to get to Thursday so that I can do that shit again. <laughs> and we have so much fun. It is, if you ever, ever get to a spot where you can just do that every week, I, my <laughs> mental health is just skyrocketed. I feel so happy all the time. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So you also have a background in theater, is that right? I do, yeah. I do. So I've done, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead, you go ahead. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, um, I've just done like local, like community theater and then um, just like a couple of plays, like within within like a couple hours radius, the theater's just kind of around, um, but that's all I've really, I've really gotten to do, but I have, I have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I, it's, it's so fun. It's so good. Are you, do you have any, well, I guess, first of all, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, (laughs) Do you have any past performances that were like your favorite, like standout favorite that you got to do? Ooh, um, Sweeney Todd, for sure. Uh, Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Definitely Sweeney Todd. Um, I was just in the ensemble, but it was, it was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, just getting to like enjoy the blood spray every night backstage. <laughs> oh my God. Time of my fucking life. That's absolutely my favorite show I've ever done that. And then in close second would be once upon a mattress. That was really fun. I was also just like a, a bit role in that, but holy shit. It was such a good time. <laughs> That sounds like so much fun. Oh yeah, I I miss it. I I miss it a lot. <laughs> so especially with COVID shutting down a lot of the community theaters, I have been right my eyes peeled for things opening back up because like, especially after like a year of not even going to see a play, I'm just like, put me on stage. I don't care what I'm doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh my god. I had, um, I had tried out for a local, like just, just like a little local, like pop-up theater thing 
that um, my local city was putting on Mm -hmm. and they wanted to do like Footloose or something like that. And, um, and uh, I auditioned for it and like, they were gonna, they were gonna give me like a a part. And then um, like the mayor of the city found out that like, a sex worker was gonna be in like a city play and then they were like they like blacklisted me and like kicked me out of the play and I was just like because they didn't want me to be around kids first of all why are you letting kids be in Footloose um but I was like I'm not a pedophile I sell my titty pigs to other adults on the internet um even if it wasn't just that I still not a pedophile or a sex offender um but I'm mm, don't I don't I don't see the correlation here. But that's fine. That's that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm kind of like afraid to dive back into a, a theater somewhere. But oh well, people are gonna be shitty no matter where I go. So it's whatever. Firstly, I'm sorry that that happened because that's absolute bullshit. Um, yeah. It, it really sucks. Thank you. Yeah, it really sucks that like that there's that stigma um on the on the work that we do um at, right. at all levels like it's mm-hmm. there's the hor- hierarchy so I really appreciate when you said like it doesn't like even if it wasn't just like tits on the internet even if it was other things like right same it would be the same reaction right exactly I'm like I think I think a lot of a lot of girls recently, well, not just girls, but a lot of people have been getting into OnlyFans recently, yes. um, like in the past year, thinking like, oh, it's it's just it's just some pictures on the internet, or like I'm not I'm not a sex worker because I I'm not doing in person or full service. Yeah, but it's like, baby, do you know? Mm, this it's a big umbrella sweetie like you you're, you're under it you're in it babe and it, this, this one is gonna hit you later like <laughs> you can expect for this to uh for for you to to face backlash in the real world about this uh even yeah. if you think that what you've done isn't sex work because you're a piece of shit um, i've got news for you <laughs> other people know it is you're gonna be persecuted just the same like yeah right. That's- right. yeah and mm, yeah, yeah like we don't already get enough of that bullshit from people in real life to have the other people in the community be like oh I'm not doing this shut up shut yeah. up you fucking bitch yeah <laughs> It's just like, stop trying to separate yourself from the people you have more in common with. Like dead ass for real. Yeah. Oh my God. Just cause you see the power structure, like doesn't mean you need to sidle up with the people who have more power. If we all stick together, we're going to like, we're going to make it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The, I, I, I recently have like stepped back from sex work Twitter and like, I'll just, I don't even look at my timeline I just get on, I post my picture and I close the app and I'm like, I, cause I can't, I can't look at it anymore. These girls are so fucking mean to each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, yo, you realize if you, if you tried to support one another, we'd probably all be so much better off and yeah. you're fighting like it's middle school. And for what, for what? It doesn't get oh us my God. No. no, no. And it's, I feel the same way like Twitter I have I am so ill-informed and I have very few followers on Twitter because I just don't care enough I'm like like <laughs> I just yeah don't. and I my friends have been like did you see this thing that happened on Twitter and I'm like no I didn't because yeah. it's exactly that I can't I can't watch people get catty with one another I used to be a stripper like it's right. just, <laughs> I can imagine and like, I started, I think it was like December. It was whenever I realized like, ooh, you know what? I'm just going to take my hands off of Twitter. Um, but like people were, it was like drama that I had nothing to do with, had nothing to do with me. And they were like, whose side are you on? I was like, I don't know you people. I don't know either of you. I, the fuck, what do, you, what do you mean whose side am I on? And then they're like dragging me publicly, like like telling people to block list me. And I'm just like, what? what the fuck? Like what, this is really dangerous. Like you- throwing shit around like this could 
really hurt someone. I don't even know you people. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just never going to to comment on on anything that ever happens ever again. And I'm just going to post a picture of my tits and leave. And now that's what I do. And I am, I sleep so much better at night. It is so wonderful. Yeah. Like, God damn, people are wild on the internet. Yeah. As always, but Jesus. Yeah. And it's not always just in the comment section. (laughs) No, no, it's not. Oh, I mean, that was something like last year, I, I really was struggling with like, I've, I've never had more than like 200 followers on any account I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I had like 60,000 followers just out of the fucking blue. And people are like, there's this, there's a thing going on. And like, why, why haven't you spoken about the situation that's going on in the community? And I'm like, was I supposed to, was mm-hmm. I? I've been in sex work for like four months, man. I don't, I didn't realize I'm suddenly a, a spokesperson. I don't feel equipped for this. I don't feel like I'm the person you should be asking about this. I will direct you to someone who you should ask about this, but I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the person. I'm going to say something stupid. And then you guys are going to get mad at me because I said something stupid because <laughs> I didn't know what I was talking about because you wanted me to talk about something that I don't understand. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a, absolutely, it was absolutely a trap, but like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's weird on online, online. I, I not, not really fame, but on, online attention is, it's weird. It's weird. It's, and like, we're both Libras. We love attention, but like that kind of attention is like really unpalatable to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I, if I smell strife coming, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I did it. Gaslight me, please. Just go ahead and do it. Gaslight me. I can go away. And so that I can just go back to sleep. I am so I'm just, you know what? Just just bring on the emotional abuse. Just bring it on. Let it wash over me. I can handle it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's right. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. It's too real. Um, so fucking crazy yeah and you there's so many things I want to talk to you about um but I'm gonna go back I'm gonna (laughs) great I'm gonna go back to theater for a minute because um I was curious if you were going to if you thought about doing stand-up comedy at all because you are really fucking funny oh thanks (laughs) I don't think I could ever do stand-up comedy I think um I think the Libra in me knows that if someone didn't like, if they, if my joke, if my joke fell flat, I would just cry. Oh my God. Like I would just cry on stage. There would be no in between. Like I, I watched like marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I'm like, no, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine myself doing it. And I'm like, there's no way, there's no way I'm, I need to stick to doing whatever the fuck it is I'm doing on the internet and maybe garner a couple of giggles from that. But, um, I don't, ever need to do this in front of a live audience ever (laughs) I did um oh go ahead I'm sorry go ahead (laughs) I was just gonna say that that's a really good like self-reflection um because as you said that I was just like oh yeah that I think that hits in my heart like having a joke not land would be fucking devastating Um, right and I wish I was I wish it weren't devastating but but it is it is. is you really you really put your funny bone out there and then it just gets tossed aside. Yeah. I used to do um, like music gigs around town and like if, if I couldn't get like, like if no one was paying attention or like no one was, no one was clapping between numbers. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just fuck off and die. <laughs> and that's how I know that I should never ever do stand up comedy. Are you... Are you a really enthusiastic member of the audience? Like, yes. Oh, I'm so obnoxious. Yes. I'm so like, I, I need you to know that I support everything that just happened. You did so good, sweetie. It was amazing. If I'm like at the theater and something like not even like a funny joke, but like it was supposed to be funny. I'm the ah! <laughs> person in the back of the room. 
just like screaming. I'm like, everyone get on my level. Like I'm going to, I'm going to try to be the person that gets the rest of the audience yes. the fuck up and not afraid to laugh in, in the live theater performance. So I'm just going to fucking scream. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like someone's um, killing a fucking chicken. <laughs> and you're like, is this hype? Is everyone getting hype? Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I need for all of them to know that they did good. They yeah, so good, and I'm proud. I feel the same way. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also have a stellar singing voice. Um, Thanks. Yeah, I remember you like sang in the bathroom of your new house or something, and I was just like, "Holy shit, she's got pipes!" Um, is that from theater, or did you were you like a vocalist before getting into theater? Tell us about it a little bit. That is all just from theater. I just, I accidentally discovered that I could sing during a theater audition and it just like, like, like I sang it and I was like, actually, you know what? That sounds like it didn't suck. Cool. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> and so I, I've never taken any like classes for it. I just do, do it casually in the shower and anytime like I do like a musical or, or something. I, I proved to not be that good at, at singing live around town just, just because of like what I was saying. I was like, well, now I'm depressed. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I didn't do that for very long, um, but I, I love singing. I have so much fun. I mean, my best friend always does like theater with me. And so we'll, we'll like get in the car and like do show tunes and but it's, it's fucking everything, but okay. yeah, I, I love it. I fucking love singing. Oh, that's so much. Having a friend too, who just like meets you at that level of like, we're singing show tunes. Oh yes. An, a whole other level of juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Like we'd be in the car and I'll be like, okay, I'm Alexander. You're going to be Eliza. Yes. Let's go. And like, <laughs> we just turn that shit on. <laughs> Uh, oh my god we have so much fun <laughs> so so good if you this is not on the list of questions I'm just kind of throwing it out there if there was like one musical that you could choose to be in like any role doesn't matter but like one musical what would it be Ooh, I would want to be Peter Pan and Peter Pan fucking yes for sure I want I want to be Mary Martin she was my sexual awakening I knew I was gay whenever I saw Mary Martin dressed up like Peter Pan <laughs> as so a child I, I wore that cassette not cassette go that VHS tape the fuck out <laughs> were you also a fan of Hook when Hook came out absolutely I was uh-huh absolutely I was that was my lifeblood I was I was a I was a Peter Pan fucker absolutely I was I was like I, Peter Pan was my fucking shit like that and the Little Mermaid but especially Peter Pan mm -hmm. I Robin Williams my uh, man my always. love of my forever and so ever. dear to me <laughs> yes I'm fucked with that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one, because I was also a Peter Pan kid, and, like, when Hook mm. came out, I'm still obsessed with Hook. Let's, like, not get it twisted. Oh, it's such a good movie. Like, I can hear the soundtrack right now in my in my head. It's something yeah. so special. <laughs> that food fight scene lives rent-free. Oh, it's, like, all I, all I, yep. But whenever it's I... It's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. And, like, I catch myself trying to be too much of an adult all of the time. Mm, and I'm like, mm -hmm. fuck that shit. Like, let's go back to the yeah. food scene, back to basics. Yes. Oh my God. Like, I, I think about it all the time. Like, like he can't, he can't eat the food because he, he can't like, oh God, it's so just fucking good. It's so good. It's such a fucking good movie. Life's I need not flourishing without an imagination. You're goddamn right. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Oh man. It's so good. And then Ru I think Rufio was definitely one of my like sexual awakening moments. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Dante Vasco. What a man. Where are you I now? I love him. You he, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. And now oh, he's, yeah. he's vibing. He's just yeah. vibing. Just still killing it. <laughs> he really is. What a guy. I was so unbothered. <laughs> he's just... Yeah. I love 
unproblematic king. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Okay, you okay. got on OnlyFans. You've been killing the game ever since, well, ever since you blew up. Ever since your haters <laughs> made you blow up and now you're like killing the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you bought a house mm-hmm. and quit, quit, your, quit your virginal, blah, blah, I can't even say the word. You quit your vanilla job. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? I like quitting your vanilla job and doing sex work full time is, um, it's scary. So yeah. Tell our listeners a little bit about like how that felt and like when you were able to, when you knew you were able to like leave your, and vanilla job means like not sex work job just for listeners. But yeah, tell us a little bit about So I actually stayed at my vanilla job way longer than I needed to stay at my vanilla job um, just because it was during the pandemic and they were horribly understaffed and overwhelmed. Um, and so I... I stayed with them until January of this year, whenever um, they they had uh, a family member moving into town who was going to take my place. And so I stayed through um, that happening so that um, there could be a nice smooth transition for them because they had really, whenever I was struggling at the very beginning of last year and I couldn't find a job anywhere, they, they didn't need help, but they made a place for me so that I, I could work there. And I, the last thing I wanted to do was be like, all right, well, it was cool of you to do that, but now fuck off. I'm doing really good. Peace. Uh, So (laughs) I wanted to, I I wanted to stay with them. And and I just, I I loved the people I worked for and they were so kind and wonderful. And I, I genuinely enjoyed going in. Um, But leaving that and just, just doing sex work full time, not only do I, I feel like I, I've got way more time on my hands to just do all the things that are like rattling around in my brain, mm-hmm. but it was so freeing. Like I'm tied down to no one's schedule. It's just me when I want to do my shit and I'm, it's, it's so freeing. It is so much fun. Yes. And I fucking love it. I I would not trade this for the world. I'm having the time of my fucking life. <laughs> That's so, so awesome. Um, how how long were you on OnlyFans before you were able to like leave your your vanilla job? Um, so I I was on OnlyFans for four months. Whenever it finally like took off. So like my first month, I only made like 80 bucks. And then my second month, I made like 500 bucks, which was wonderful supplemental income. Um, And then my my third month was when I started making like stupid Twitter videos. And um, I made like $2,000 that month. And I was like, okay, well, this is like, this is a livable wage. Like if I can make $2,000 every month on OnlyFans, then I, you know, if I can keep this going steady, then I, I won't, need to stay at a vanilla job I can just do this or I can stay at a vanilla job and do this in the in all of the rest of my my free time and and then I can you know really make oh you know some money for myself for some savings and to pay off like my credit card debt that I had racked up during college and mm-hmm. um I I had started OnlyFans like not only because I I needed work but because I was like, you know what? I, I want to start saving up. I want to buy a house one day. Like I need, I need some safety net, some padding. Um, and so I, I was like, okay, well maybe I can do, you know, like two things at once. And it, as soon as it, t- it really took off in April and I was like, oh shit, like this is, so this is going to go somewhere. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I was really like on pins and needles because I, I was waiting for it all to be like taken away. Like I was waiting for it to come crashing down. And then when it never did, I think after about five months of that, I was like, okay, I think, I think that I can, I can leave my other job. I don't feel like I have to have this backup thing anymore. I feel like 
at this point, you know, worst case scenario, I could just rebuild on another platform if something ever happened to, to OnlyFans or something like that. And so, so that was an interesting realization. And luckily the people I, would work, I was working for, I told them like, hey, I think I would like to transition out and just do this full time. I, I had told them what I was doing um, after I blew up just because I, I wanted to not only give them the option of like, hey, if, if you guys don't want me to work here anymore, like now that you know that this is what I do, I, I want to give you that option because I, I really love you guys. And if this makes you uncomfortable, I mean, that would be shitty, but if this makes you uncomfortable, I, I would, I, I want to just give you guys the out so that, and, and plus I didn't want someone to like stalk me and come in or like send my nudes to my boss or something like that, which fucking happens all the time. People are insane. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't want that to happen. So I wanted it to all be out in the open. And he was just like, hold up you made how much money <laughs> he was like do it do it do it do it do it do it hell yeah if you want to transition out we can do that for you but that is so fucking cool how <laughs> awesome that's amazing congratulations I was like this did not go the way I thought it was going to go I was like well you still why don't you make sure you tell your wife about this <laughs> make sure you tell all the you can tell whoever you feel like needs to know about this and then you you come and tell me if you if it's still cool for me to work here until you guys find someone else but but I I loved that job I loved it and I still love the people who I worked for. And, and I still feel like, I, and whenever I left, it was very like, you know, if you ever want to come back or if you ever are just like, I miss it and I want to pick up a shift here and there, you totally can. Um, um, that was really wonderful. <laughs> I love that. It's, yeah, that's a really, I feel like that's a rare reaction for a boss to have. Maybe less rare. I hope it becomes less and less rare, to be honest. I hope so too. Because the way, like the amount of power that people have with like outing sex workers and shit is just, it drives me bananas because people are crazy and we'll do shit like that over yeah. like, you didn't refund them $5 or something. Like, yeah, they're fucking insane. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you, are you also out to your family? I am. So I told, um, I told my boss and I told my family right around the same time. And it was like, it was right whenever, um, whenever the, the world star hip hop thing happened and like all sorts of people were like finding me and like people, like adults I knew in my parents' life were finding my Twitter. Why are adults on Twitter? Like, like over 50 people on Twitter. That's, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. I, I, interesting how in my brain, adult is just anyone over 50 and anyone under 50 is not, but whatever, <laughs> here we are. Um, and so I, um, I, I realized like, because I, I live in the Bible Belt, so mm-hmm. I knew that pretty soon my mom would start getting the I'm praying for you messages. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be the one to tell her. And also like, I told my mom, I, I was like, cause I, I had been, I had, I had moved, I was, I was with, I was living with my parents and I was ready in precaution for what I knew was to come. I asked my best friend, I was like, listen, super short term, can I come and move in with you? It won't be long. I, I, can I come in and live with you for a month or a few <laughs> so that I can save up money? Cause I, I had no, I had no credit and I had, no one to co-sign on an apartment with yeah. me and I couldn't find an apartment anywhere and so I was like I just have to ask people who I know and I knew that as soon as I told my parents there was no way I was going to still be able to live there mm. and um and so I told I told my mom and my dad um because I I had to my car had broken down and had been undrivable for like a year um and so I've been driving like my, my mom's extra car around. And then I was like, okay, can't do that anymore. I need to buy my own car. So I bought my own car. And then I told my mom, <laughs> like, I went to like a really shitty dealership. I was like, give me the cheapest one you have. And he gave me a car and I told my mom and I was like, I, I don't expect you to want me to be here anymore. I had like really like hyped myself up for the worst. Um, and I was expecting my mom to really react really badly. Um, and for my dad to be the one who was like, 
okay, that's a lot of money. I could see how you could see this as a, as a smart money move mm-hmm. for you. Um, do, do whatever you feel like is going to be best because my dad thinks in dollars and my mom mm-hmm. thinks emotionally. Um, and so, um, but, but I was very surprised that whenever I told my mom, she was just like, is it consensual? Are you safe? And I was like, I am both. And she was like, do you know how to write dildos off on your tax return? And I was like, Trace, ah! this- wow. Ah. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> and so, but then my dad was the one who had the meltdown about it. And, um, and so a couple of days later, I moved in with my best friend um, because I, I knew they were really going to need like some time and space to process that. My mom didn't, didn't even know that I wasn't a virgin. <laughs> and so oh, wow. like, they, they really needed like some time and mm-hmm. they, they did. I mean, my mom is, is really chill about it. She's still just every once in a while, she's like, do, are you still enjoying it? Are you still safe? Have, you know, do you feel like you're doing anything that you don't want to do? And I'm like, no, I'm still, I'm still doing exactly what I want to do exactly on my own terms. And I still love it. And she's like, cool. My dad is the one who is still very like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to mention it. And I don't bring it up around him, but anytime there's a situation that comes up, um, that involves what I do. It's very like, he's very like, mm, 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 we're never going to discuss this. And I'm like, that's fine. That's, that's totally fine. I totally get it. I would not have brought it up if it was not important to the situation. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like they, I, I feel, I feel very blessed that they still want to be around me. Um, but they didn't cut me off or disown me. Um, I feel extremely lucky um, because I've, I've heard so many goddamn horror stories from so many of my friends in sex work mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I honestly, even if they like, even if they were holding me at arm's length, I would still feel like, oh, well, you know what? This could be worse, <laughs> which is yeah. shitty, but it's the terrible, unfortunate truth. Yeah, because some other people's experiences are so horrendous that like yeah our bar of expectations is just like below the floor like absolutely yeah it's like oh didn't get disowned and completely removed from the family like awesome right yeah haven't been murdered it's (laughs) going great (laughs) going going wonderful (laughs) (laughs) so insane (laughs) it's wild and it's like I hope I hope our our bar like raises. I hope for future generations of sex workers or even the current one that our bar like rises because I mean it is great our that like our like my my parents had a similar reaction where they were just like uh, like with my dad it's funny my dad is very similar. He doesn't want to talk about it, but he is a tech guy and so we talk about the podcast but like no content like we will not talk about content just like the tech stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah I just I hope at some point that more people can accept sex work as work and like not something to be ashamed of right yeah I I fucking hope so too I mean I didn't whenever I was jumping into OnlyFans I mean I, I knew that there would be like some of that to deal with, but like I, I was just a, a, a regular random girl on the street. I didn't know anything about it. I had never really given any of this much thought before I got into sex work. And then immediately it was like, oh, holy shit. Like really just the rest of the world is walking around thinking that all sex workers are just incapable of doing real work but holy fuck I've never worked so hard in my goddamn life holy shit (laughs) like wow wow this is a lot and this is and I'm I'm just doing a fraction of what a lot of other people are doing and it's just there's so much to it there's so many layers to sex work and it is so demanding you know physically and emotionally and people just don't even think about that like all the all the rest of the people just aren't even thinking about 
including sex work in their feminism even like it's just man it is it it is it is interesting to 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 make that transition it's it's an interesting interesting one to make and then having to go through and like all of the things that you've been taught for your entire life like having to unlearn all of these stigmas and and things that you just just was just what you thought and so like yeah yeah. it's just it's so it's a lot it's a lot to jump into yeah it's so much and I find like the internalized all the internalized structures and specifically like phobia since we're mm-hmm. sex work like I still run into to pieces and I, I've tried to do a lot of work to like rip those things away like out of my being right um and like undo a lot of the conditioning um mm-hmm. but I think that I remember and tell me if you had the same experience but I remember the first time I posted a picture of my pussy online was like this in full body like I guess we're going in like yeah we're gonna do it <laughs> I I remember saying aloud to myself mm, shit's changing <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah I mm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really special moment I think in any <laughs> anyone's life um okay I think this is a great time for one last question and then we'll get into the rapid fire questions okay okay is what do you wish the greater public would understand about sex work or sex workers I wish I wish they would stop viewing all of us as um uh people who have just been led astray (laughs) I I I wish they would understand that a lot of us are are actually vibing like we we don't need we don't need any help (laughs) and like I mean I I know there are a lot of there are there are a lot of people who do sex work um not as their first choice um, and of course, those people should be given more opportunities by the public to, um, you know, to, to find a, a different thing that they can do if they want out of sex work. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish the public would understand that it's not so easy to get out once you're in. And like, it's, you know, if, if you've done full service and you've been arrested for that, then now you have a, a record and like, now it's going to be harder for you to find work. Like I, I just, I wish people wouldn't be so goddamn ignorant about it. I wish they would do like three ounces of research, just look into it one time ever. And maybe stop just listening to everything that your pastor is telling you about it. And maybe think about the actual human beings behind it for like five seconds. Um, that's all I would say. Just like maybe Maybe think about the humans and not not sex work as an abstract construct to you. Yeah. Just think about the human beings for like just like one minute. I love <laughs> I better love. off. And it tends to get so oversimplified. I love that I love that that's the thing that you want that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, are you ready for rapid fire questions? Yes. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Salty or sweet? Salty. The air or the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi? <gasps> Don't ask me that. Um, <laughs> Force Awakens. <laughs> what is your favorite place you've ever been? Manhattan. Fuck yeah. Uh, a book on your mandatory reading list like to read or have read uh to read Ooh, ooh! i only read fan fiction so this is <laughs> that counts that's important <laughs> I, i'm trying to think of like a real life book that i <laughs> i've wanted to read oh shit um or that you have read that you want other people that other people should read like the Song of Achilles. 
Oh, absolutely. The Song of Achilles. Um, a song, an album, or a musical artist that you've been obsessed with lately? Oh, um, I've already devoted my life to Alabama Shakes, so I'll just go with them. It's a great <laughs> choice. <laughs> it really is. I love them. What is your secret talent? Ooh, my secret talent. See, I feel like I've shared every secret I have with the people on OnlyFans. <laughs> hmm. What is my secret talent? Um, oh, oh, I'm an amazing tap dancer. <laughs> That's my secret talent. No shit. Yes. <laughs> I tap danced for like 10 years. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Now your OnlyFans folks are going to, after this airs, they're going to be like, um, excuse me? I can't do nude tap dancing. We're not doing it. I'm not doing it. I feel like that would hurt your tits so much. I would die. They would fly right off my body and I would be dead and that would be it. That would be it. No. Okay. So finish this sentence. Good sex is. Elusive. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. If you had one superpower, what would it be? Only shape shifting. I love that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then the last one. What is something simple that brings you joy? I just heard it. It just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something simple that brings me joy. Um. I would say putting honey on things. That that brings me joy. I like to put honey on just everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good answer. <laughs> like both delicious and sexy. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to the end of the question. So uh, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I had a freaking blast. (laughs) Let's say goodbye to the listeners real quick. All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for joining. You're great. I love you. (laughs) Ugh, that was so much fun. It was so much fun that I even enjoyed editing it. (laughs) Um, It was just so great to be able to connect with Savannah as I said, she's someone I have I personally have followed on OnlyFans for a long time. If you're looking for a really fun account to follow, go check her out. Um, it's just, she's just a gem, as you can, as you can tell from our conversation. Um, a few things about the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, keep listening first and foremost. I love it, love it, love it. I really am so grateful for each and every one of you. And then... If you would like to support the show further, say with a little financial boost, you can always come on over to patreon.com slash sexygalaxypod and support us that way. There's multiple tiers, so you can support us for $5 a month or $50 a month or $15 a month, whatever is in your budget. And if that's not available to you, you can always write a glowing review, even if it's just a single sentence, because that does help boost this show to other people's attention and let them know that people dig it. Just spread the love as much as possible. I, I'm counting on you. You're my only hope. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, I'm done, I promise. But for real, I'm really glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Give us a follow on Twitter at SexyGalaxyPod. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Parker.Westwood. And uh, enjoy enjoy life. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy something, please. <laughs> now we've come to the time of space fact. Um... As you're traveling through space, you're going to have to impersonate people every so often in order to infiltrate certain things. Just trust me on this. Just trust me. You're going to have to infiltrate an alien base every once in a while. Um, It's just going to happen. 
So make sure you have an abundance of wigs in your bag. There are uh, certain outposts in space that sell just add water wig capsules, so make sure you stock up on a few of those before you go too far into space. It's important that you're prepared for anything, because anything can happen in space. Nanu nanu, motherfuckers. I'm <laughs> sorry.